How's it going? Welcome to episode 11 of the Ape Audio Podcast. Hey, Ian. Hi, how's it going? Welcome to the couch. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Thanks for gracing me with it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I re- it was so difficult to keep my composure during <laughs> dude, that. The first fucking sound that he made, I just shit my pants. <laughs> for, for any of the audio listeners, uh, we kind of shoved him behind a couch and we thought it'd be really funny if he came crawling out like Schmeagel and just none of us reacted to it at all. We tried our best. <laughs> We'll and go you again failed. next week. We'll I, go again next week. I didn't know how hard, how difficult that was going to be. <laughs> dude, dude, yeah. as soon as you flip the cameras <laughs> over, I'm like, oh, I totally got this. And then Ian's like, and it yeah. just fucking got me. I wasn't going to be silent. I wanted to <laughs> make some nice dad noises in the process. Dude, we should have practiced that one, I think. <laughs> A bit of rehearsal. Well, anyways, how's it going, y'all? What's up, guys? Yo. Um, how you guys doing? <sighs> fucking great. Crawled fucking out of the couch. So good, dude. I feel fine. You have a musky odor to your, to yourself. Me or you? You're covered in a bit of schmutz. No, well, I'm okay. Ian's always <laughs> covered in schmutz. That's yeah. true. <laughs> How are you doing, Christian? Pretty good. Nice man. You guys been having a good week? Nope. Yeah, been pretty good. Cool. We went to this little party. Who did? All three of us. Okay. And we witnessed a uh, national tragedy. Our buddy. Made some delicious fucking mac and cheese. Oh, dude, that was the fucking best mac and cheese. Oh, no. And some complete psychopath. Total psycho. Total psychopath put ketchup on top of it. Gourmet mac and cheese. This was a gourmet, fresh, homemade mac and cheese, and somebody put ketchup on it. Wait, was it homemade or was it? It was homemade. It was homemade? Yeah, it was from goodness me. That's like homemade because he works there. Yeah, true. (laughs) It's, shout hand, out it's handmade. Shout yeah. out Nate. Thanks for the the goodness me made handmade homemade. The chef was not too happy. Let me tell you what. Is that me banging away? I don't know. Better believe it's not. Now, I want to <laughs> hearken a guess here that it probably wasn't even Heinz ketchup. I think it was selection not. Selection brand ketchup, anybody? What do you got against selection? Yeah. Some selection products yes. are passable. Some are even delicious. Some things like ketchup are <laughs> fucked. Why? Because they taste like shit. Okay. Buddy. I disagree. Do you? Yeah. Do you prefer selection brand ketchup? I treat all ketchups equally because I don't use them a lot. So usually when I do use them, I can't really taste the difference. Do we have a taste test? I forgot to bring my ketchup samples. Let's take a look at the numbers. <laughs> I, I, I was going to ask you guys, though, when is it appropriate to put ketchup on something? So, like, in my Fries. head, in my head, I've been to some restaurants where they make like a house-made ketchup that is paired with a dish, and I feel like okay, that's fine. It's it was clearly meant to be eating eaten like this. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it could be gourmet. I've never had ketchup in something gourmet and been like, wow, the the, the ketchup has such a nice contrast with the with the cilantro. Or okay, like so what what I had it with? I had uh, fried polenta. And then they you brought had placenta, out like, dude. Yeah, fried placenta. Oh man, that's so gross. And they brought so out this house-made ketchup Ew. that you were supposed Are you to sure have. Are you sure it was ketchup, dude? I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you know, some people put ketchup on their steaks. That's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I knew this kid in elementary school, in the more earlier years, and he was so obsessed with ketchup that he would carry a little Tupperware container full of it, and he would dip 
everything in it, including his fruit by Whoa. the foot. What? <laughs> yeah, and fruit roll-ups or whatever they were. All the, all the, all the classic candies. You're kidding me? No, I'm not. I knew a kid who brought in uh, pogo sticks in thermoses. And when you would pull them out, they'd be all like soggy, oh, from all the... wrinkly and shit. What about but there the would kids? be ketchup and mustard on them already? Oh, that's insane! <laughs> what kind of fucking horrible parenting is going on? I'll tell you the name after. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Dude, other, you'll completely the other understand school lunch. When I tell you the name. <laughs> the the other school lunch that I judged big time, which is really similar to this, is when somebody would bring. A hot dog that was already in a bun, that was in a thermos, that was getting like all condensated like all day long, and they pull it out, and the bun's like wrinkly and looks like like soggy styrofoam, and, and yeah, they always would have ketchup and mustard on this shit already. Oh my like how hard is it to put it in a fucking little Tupperware? Or just give them give a normal. Them the what if they like it? What if they like it like you know how some people like their cereal soggy? What if they just like who it? Who likes their cereal soggy? I know some people who like their cereal. Do you like your cereal? Well, cereal I do not. I think there's Hell some no. cereals that even benefit from being eaten. eaten yeah, right. Soggy. Like what? Like what? Well, you guys yelled at me last week when I said, "Who the fuck eats mini wheats?" But don't those have to be like soggy before you eat them? Yeah, you're right. Not really. They have to be at like the perfect. Well, I feel like if you just eat them straight softness. dry, like out of the box, it's no. You're like a maniac if you do that. Yeah, you're like a maniac if you do that. You don't eat that normally. No. Fuck out of here. Just raw dog in those <laughs> those shredded wheats in your mouth. I can't do that. Or uh eating what, them with warm milk. What about nope. the dudes in school who would bring um those fucked up lunchables where it was like mini hot dogs or like uh nachos or yeah, they never chicken underst- nuggets? Dude, the same person with the fucking pogo dogs, pogo stick dogs. <laughs> those fucking nacho ones. Dude. It was so gross. Man. Fuck. Nope. They want it hard. They want their lunch fast. They need it now. You what know what, what I used to do? I would have to do with any of that. My. <laughs> My mom used to buy me, like, uh, 24 packs of Mr. Noodles. Get out of town. And I would take them into school and just barter my Mr. Noodles for, like, anything I wanted. I don't know why, because Mr. Noodles are worth, like, 40 cents a pack. Yeah. But people were, like, obsessed with them. You could trade them for, like, Gatorades, yeah. Kit Kats, yeah. Sour Keys, so you would trade your, the good Lunchables. You, you'd trade your lunch for a Gatorade? Yeah. What? <laughs> Dude, I was like, a I need kid. to go for a run, guys. I I, got, I can't be burning off. No, this I was dude. a kid, and when you got chicken fucking Mister Noodles that you've been eating for a decade, and like your fingertips are just stained yellow from the packets, <laughs> you're gonna trade them for anything. I can't believe we used to do that. Trade snacks? No, just eat Mister Noodles like that. Yeah, like the dry. I mean, ones I still do that. The... Oh my god! It's not uh, since since Lauren and I moved in together. It doesn't really fly that often. Yeah, no, it okay. shouldn't ever. No. <laughs> yeah. Why not? What's wrong with that? It's dirty. Dude. Why is it dirty? Oh, a forty cent meal. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like a, it's like a bag of chips. It's it's not a meal. It's like a bag of chips. Like it's a little snack. Mr. Noodles being digested. Mr. Noodles being digested. So bad on your stomach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the funny thing is, is you're just like, what's wrong with Mr. Noodles? I don't want to see it being digested. Well, that's the thing. I'm living in an ignorant bliss. Like, okay, you can pretty much show me anything being digested. If I'm you're not aware of your ignorant bliss, it. is it really is ignorant bliss? That's 
I'm Ooh. ignorant to my ignorance. You can't nah. be. That's <laughs> not possible. Or I'm, I'm aware of my ignorance, I guess. Disagree. Uh, Agree to disagree. You guys want to talk about some music and stuff? Ah, oh, buddy. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I want to talk about okay, guy. our new background, our new couch, and how everything is kind of shaping up for us. <laughs> Yo, it's yeah. the better. <laughs> we so, wish you could uh, sit on these, all of you. For all the video listeners, we got a new background going, a nice... Beautiful little uh, neon sign you might have seen on our social media. Uh, We picked up a new couch for $20. 20 20 bones. And then we crushed it through the front door and decreased the value to at least a toonie. Yeah. Well, yeah. $2. Uh, Do you think our our future guests will appreciate our $20 investment? I think they'll support. They'll enjoy the back support. How? Yeah. You know what really did it for me? Nope. When I I was like, I think we sh- we definitely need to get a new couch in there, mm-hmm. was when Jacob did his acoustic performance, <laughs> and and we had yeah we had the side camera pointing at it, and the only thing my eyes could focus on was like this raggedy ass pillow that is just had its guts like pouring out and i was like people are gonna think we're running a fucking slum operation in here like oh my god and the no support uh, in the couch and his leg was just like on the fucking yeah, ground yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah his legs uh, like crooked sideways we're sorry jacob that had to happen sorry jacob yeah. you're, you're you're welcome back anytime to enjoy our, our nice new investment here yep Oh man, that was so. What, what kind of music stuff do you want to talk about, Christian? Tell us. Um, that shit, boy. So I got Not a bunch of knowledge. news and stuff. But do you guys? I I kind of want to start with what I've been like listening to the past week. Uh, you guys cool with that? Yeah, yeah dude. Man. Fire away. Um. So I, this this record by this hip hop trio, I believe they are Zarface. Um, it's Inspected Deck. Um, here Devin can look up all the members because I'm just gonna fuck it up. Um, Try it. Nope. Yes, try. Nope. Inspected Deck, Rebel Eye. Dude, what a... Um, what a, man. Um, Come on, you got know. this. You I got this. Is academics? No. Let's see. Let's see here. Who do we got? Is it just Inspected Deck? Oh. <laughs> uh, American hip hop supergroup, underground hip hop. Oh, it's a duo, Esoteric and Inspected Deck. Pretty close okay. to academics. <laughs> yeah, like DJ academics. Oh God, <laughs> does he make music? I don't know. I have no idea what he does. He just annoys me. <laughs> That's crazy. Like he produced it. Oh, good God. I don't know if I ever want to hear that. Why? You don't like Mr. Uh, academics? I feel like my respect level for academics is extremely low. Same. <laughs> I don't know why. I just Yeah, don't. I don't know either. I feel like he's just not like very well researched in the things that he talks about and kind of digs himself a grave all the time. I might. Um, yeah, so I've, I've been listening to uh, this Zarface record that came out and it's featuring Ghostface Killa across the yeah. whole thing. And this thing is like, if you like that East Coast, like New York sound, this shit is for you. And I know that's not like the most popular thing going on right now. Everybody just wants like the West Coast slappers, that shit that just blows up your fucking car doors. But uh, I got a real soft spot for all the East Coast music. So it's really nice. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. What else do you like from the East Coast, huh? I uh, I like the Flatbush Zombies. I like to listen to uh, pretty much anything from pro era, like uh, Joey Badass, Flatbush Zombies, um, the Underachievers, shit like that. Never heard of those guys. 
they're all pretty fresh. Uh, and then, of course, like the the classic like kingpins of the fucking East Coast, like Nas and uh, Jay Z. Not Nas's new stuff. It's okay. I still think he's an it's amazing okay. lyricist. I just I yeah. think he's terrible at picking beats. <laughs> yeah, and also terrible at telling Kanye to fuck off. What do you mean? <laughs> well, that that seven that seven song project that he did with Kanye. Nazir. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the one that nobody liked. <laughs> there's one good song because um, i guess excuse my sickness that's all right um <laughs> i'll let it slide so so basically uh, kanye and nas had been working on this record nazir and uh nas wanted more time to like put it together but kanye was like f- kind of forcing him going like yeah this is the seven pr- the seven song deal that we've been doing all summer long and we want to put this out like asap and as far as i recollect i think it was like pretty much like in the studio being recorded produced and done within like a month and a half oh geez so as you can imagine like especially somebody of like nas's caliber and the way that he writes yeah i'm he, sure he loves to spend a lot of time with his lyrics yeah revi- <laughs> a lot of revising and yeah. stuff like that so i don't know like i don't i don't necessarily hate the record i just i want more from a, a producer rapper combo like that you know yeah Especially because we got like Kids See Ghosts prior to that, yeah. and we got Pusha T's Daytona, which were two other projects in the series. Could have been the chemistry. Yeah, that's that's yeah. true. That's could true. have just been like the chemistry. Sometimes it just you know. Yeah, I mean, I I shouldn't I shouldn't of... I shouldn't blame one party. Like it, yeah, could have definitely been the chemistry. So you guys it's... been listening to anything else this week? <clears throat> uh, I haven't really been listening to much new stuff lately at least in the last week uh i was bumping that new periphery that was released last week hell yeah yes it was dude, released the last day we were streaming fucking this. amazing yeah it was really good the whole album uh no just a That's, single yeah. from the upcoming album i think it's called hail stan yeah the song's called blood eagle yeah pretty good blood it slaps eagle. you know it delivers that heaviness that people were wanting i think it has a lot of elements from their old stuff like all those fanboys want and why don't you? Are uh, you tell one us of those fanboys? Vocals, they're great. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer yeah. Satella's clean vocals are very nice to me. They're less they poppy are. this time around, and they're more like kind of operatic. You know, they do like these like ahs that are kind of in the background that kind of sound like reminiscent of Devin Townsend or like Gojira even. The like theatrical yeah. kind of ahs. Yeah. And I feel yeah, like yeah. he's staying within his range. <laughs> I, I feel like on some of the other periphery projects, he kind of stepped outside of his range, and it gets a little jarring at moments. And I guess I can kind of see why people don't necessarily love spencer's clean vocals but i think uh like this new track is just like playing to every band member's strengths dude the yeah, contortionist when we saw them live the singer pulled off this one really high note was that like screamish yeah kind Which of note? note yeah um the a <laughs> <laughs> but like it's it's did you look did you turn insane. to Ian and go man could you believe this i think a? i was, I, was yeah. I think i was standing there by myself i'm like what the fuck yeah. did I just but a hear? lot of people like every time i've seen the contortionist he pulls off that note at i forget what song it is i think it's at uh beats me uh it might be flourish or it might, it's fr- some a song from that that album for sure uh oscillator yeah it might be oscillator anyways he pulls off this really high note that's like screamed like a super high pitched one and he kind of like nails it on the pitch and every time I've seen him play that live, the reaction of the crowd is just like takes <laughs> everyone by crazy. storm, and everyone's like, "Whoa, that's awesome!" I, I can only imagine it'd be it. similar yeah. to like uh, Slayer's lead singer like nailing the the initial high notes in "Angel of Death," 
You know, like right after like uh No. Oh you don't Let's know. pull it up. Or is it raining blood? I don't know. Oh fuck, I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is super embarrassing now. That's uh, anyway, there's just like an extremely high note. That that like a screamed high note and it's extremely impressive to hear. Um We should compare the two. Yeah, we could do that. We could do a little breakdown of the A's. And then we can try it ourselves. <laughs> I'm good. Oh. Come on, who can scream the highest A? Yeah. I'm good. I can't. What do you oh, mean? I know this guy. This guy, um, D. Flynn. Yeah, that Definitely. that periphery track is really dope. Um, yeah. Is there anything you kind of expect out of like periphery three? Or are you just gonna four? Per- oh, periphery yeah. four. Yeah, that's right. Dude, this um, is getting real embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just as bad as DJ Academics. <laughs> uh, oh, mathematics. Okay. Oh, um, that's pretty similar. As far as the new album, I don't know. I never know what to expect. I always expect you know heaviness at one point or another, but. I'm always expecting some sort of experimentation now that this is the first album that they are releasing with their own label because they think they I think it's called uh three dot recordings or yeah three dot recordings so they're releasing this album on that platform okay so I'm interested to see like with them calling all the shots how they're gonna approach that because well, it's basically going to show what labels were holding back that maybe they wanted to do from before. Right. So I'm just kind of stoked to see like what they can do with that because they've always been a band that like wants to have like creative control within the realm of the band. And uh, I've listened to a podcast with like the head of their label, and he was talking about how you know <laughs> they made some choices that they didn't want to. Uh, well, the label was suggesting that they you know go about like which songs to like play live or whatever, and you know with their intuition of like what works and what doesn't whereas periphery was kind of like no we want to do it this way they have a vision i guess so i'm stoked to see how that vision's going to play out i i really hope that they bring over some of the like orchestral elements that oh, they rocked on like p2 and p3 you like those kind of elements yeah a lot they're actually they're actually they will because uh i saw uh through social media oh they have some like little vid docs and stuff going they had on? some like photos of like you know some string players Hell, and they were recording yeah. for the upcoming things so Do yeah you, not, you, you don't like things like that patrick i don't know sometimes it can be done well sometimes it just sounds really theatrical and i'm not really sure if i'm on board with the whole theatrical i feel like periphery always thing. struck like yeah. this really nice balance where like the intros and kind of like interludes had like these like string sections or key sections and stuff going on or even some like uh synth like soundscapes and things like that and it was like really tastefully done where it wasn't like overpowering the song and it didn't like ride through the whole entire song. It was kind of just like these like quick crescendo moments to like kind of wake wake you up as the listener. Like just in in a genre like that where it's a lot of chugging metal, crazy ass solos, deep growling vocals, like beautiful cleans hit or what I think are beautiful cleans by Spencer. <laughs> um, I feel like it it's... A nice touch to throw in little elements that are like drastically different from yeah. the rest to kind of go like oh, okay like it's a bit of a palate cleanser you have like a couple seconds to collect yourself and then you just get like dropped in the pit of hell again yeah but yeah. like listening to Devin Townsend where he has like the whole world orchestra thing going on with the vocals I don't know I think it's a little bit much for me I yeah. agree I agree Devin Townsend's definitely I mean it it's amazing like sonically I guess 
but it just sometimes makes me a little uncomfortable to listen to <laughs> yeah, where, where yeah. I'm just like, like are the heavens about to like crack <laughs> open know. and like is a fist about to just snatch And when you're watching some of his videos, you're like, Jesus Christ. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Cause like you'll, you'll come across artists like him where it's supposed to be like this, this bigger than just the music production. Like there's artwork and visuals and stuff to go along with it. And like even the live performances can get like pretty crazy as well. So I, I guess like maybe music like that lends itself better to uh, this whole performance aspect. But just popping that on on like Spotify and like it comes up on your shuffle after like some nice easy listening or something, you're like, holy hell, <laughs> like this is a little too crazy for a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I don't really know when when a good time to put him on is <laughs> uh, he's got a couple songs that I, I just like i'll listen to whenever but there's definitely like more than a handful where when it's just like i think they're cool i don't know when i'll put them on for yeah. sure yeah 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 i feel that i don't know he's got a really huge catalog of different sounds though so yeah. aside from his main thing being the theatrical metal kind of thing he's got like this album where it's like really meditative and it's really ambient and then he's got one that's like rock and it's like you know like the, the guitars are barely distorted and it's a lot with like female vocals and then you know a lot of stuff like the uh, deconstruction all that kind of stuff is right. like operatic and i feel like periphery has now you can tell that they're influenced by that because they take some of those aspects especially with the new song um, where they have those like operatic like o's and ahs mm -hmm. you can tell that's like super townsendy and they those were some of my favorite parts on that new track. Yeah, but the they way. pepper it in. They don't like make a section where it's like the the yeah. main thing. They just kind of have it like backing a melody, let's say, which I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Did you like strapping young lad? I never really gave them much of a chance. Um, I kind of when I found out that Devon Townsend existed, um, it was through Adam, and he kind of showed me just Devon Townsend's music and like as a whole and he was you know playing it throughout the weeks so strapping was never really given much of a chance but i've heard that they're really good like i've heard their music before like a couple songs and you guys never gave strapping a chance <laughs> i always give strapping a chance <laughs> ian's quite the strapper he just doesn't want to admit it can i say <laughs> i strap not much can you i can say, say. <laughs> strap on strap off as they say straight legging strapping yeah <laughs> straight legging straight strapping. i still don't believe that's a real thing i don't i don't know about that. i we we had a brief conversation the other day that wasn't brief dude uh, that was a long conversation okay, uh, that was like a, from your house all the way to the party conversation the other day when we were on our way to this party where i had told ian a couple of weeks ago that i was in the washroom taking a leak and I was washing my hands and I'm looking in the mirror and underneath the stall door, I just see this dude's legs sticking straight the fuck out. And what happens and I, when you're straight legging it? I assumed that he was taking a shit so intense, he had to just nope. brace himself nope. in a different kind of way. Definitely not doing that. Definitely Ian, not doing that. He assured me he was up to something much more nefarious and disgusting for a public restroom. Oh, he was bumping his own ugly, that's for sure. <laughs> Slapping his Bradleys. <laughs> Slapping his Bradleys, wow. <laughs> Straight legging it. Strapping his Scradleys. Yeah. 
<laughs> so for you sticking around, fans around. Hey, stick around. Is that how it went? <laughs> I don't know. Is that how it went? <laughs> no idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. And there's like a giant cartoon dude stomping through the city. I don't think they said it like that. Do yes, you? they fucking sticking did. around. <laughs> <laughs> they say it that timidly. Yeah, it's like, it's like someone has a gun to your head. <laughs> I will. You will only live if you know the words to the sticking around theme song. Yo, Sing let's, it. let's get it going. Let's get it going. I want to hear this. Hell no. Are we going to get claimed for this? No, I don't yeah. think so. Right there. No. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> asshole. That was terrible. <laughs> stick around. You're like, stick around. <laughs> I, okay, I mean, the shit is so far back in my brain. You think I'm going to fucking hit the notes properly? I don't know. You seem pretty confident. No. It's <laughs> true, <laughs> sure you did. Oh, Scradley. Oh, dude, this is bringing back some weird memories. I remember eating a hot dog to this TV show. <laughs> oh, you're eating a hot, hot dog, dog. come out of a thermos? <laughs> yeah. Was it already covered in ketchup and mustard? Yeah, my mom cooked it, and then she put it in a thermos, and I opened it up on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> mustard. Uh, good times. YTV. Yeah. Oh, what else would we have? Shout we had, out we had, Sugar uh, Lynn Beard. Yeah, whoever the hell that is. Oh, sugar, <laughs> dude. oh I keep forgetting her last name is Lynn Beard. Lynn Beard. <laughs> Lynn Beard. Um, yeah, so that's how it went. Cool. Do you remember um, Doug? 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 Oh, yeah, Doug with a quail man, remember? Yeah. He was that his alter ego. What is Doug? That sounds so familiar. Um, Get it together. Was he bald? He had like the Charlie yeah, the Brown like, shirt. Squiggle. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, like, okay. a green remember, vest. And then remember his friend's name was Skeeter? <laughs> Skeeter? <laughs> was Skeeter straight leg in it? <laughs> oh, well, I bet. I, I wonder if in that show he just like walks around with like Skeeter. stiff legs. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Good times. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I miss ooh. vegging out to cartoons. You yeah, can still dude. do it if you want. Uh, I don't yeah, think I actually so. still veg out to cartoons, to be totally You've honest. got this new couch, dude. I'm okay. I think I don't think so. You can put the cartoons on this screen. I was told the couch was so. already christened with a nap for me in immediately after we really? we left it here. You slept on this right, about, right after? Oh, I had to test it out. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong, guys? Am I wrong? No, you're not. You're not wrong at all. The, you know the sad thing is what this couch is actually more comfortable than yes. my couch at home. Same. <laughs> no, it is not. It is actually not. Do not take this couch home. I'm not gonna take it I'm home, dude. Kidding, it's already dude. tainted. Look where it's been sitting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been and sitting it's, on it's never going back out that door. Like, no. How long did that take you guys to get in? Thirty minutes. You guys, who were helping, dude. I was opening my trunk and closing it to look busy <laughs> while you guys trying to shove this shit in. What is that? Dude, that's go crazy. Back, go back up there. Is that like a hyper-realistic... Go up? Hey yeah, go to that hey Arnold. Yeah, go to that Hey Arnold, the realistic one. What kind of oh hell hole have we stumbled God. into? Are you smoking meth? <laughs> Dude, there's got to be more in this collection. Uh, for the people who uh, don't are listening, this is a uh, very photorealistic Hey Arnold. Yeah, Dev, Devin's rocking some Hey Arnold pipe. socks. So this oh, hits, look at oh, that. Damn. This hits really oh, close whoa. to home for him. Dude, is there more in this photo album? 
dude, that's disturbing as fuck. That's wow. kind of like uh, you guys it's remember in like SpongeBob when they would do they would do like the <laughs> <Yeah>. hyper realistic <laughs> yeah. like close ups of love the characters' that. faces. I would love yeah, that. Yeah, man, it would it was always so funny. When he's like when he's like really dry and he's like I need yeah, water. Yeah, they have like sleep dust like all in his eyes and like boogers running out of his nose. <laughs> that sounds like Bobby Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dry. <laughs> um, PK, you listen to any other music this week? No, just a lot of uh, Danger Liker. Oh, believe it or not. Why is that? I don't know. Just pounding it away at him. Oh, pounding away. Strapping it on straight legging and pounding away at Danger Liker. Well, thanks, man. What's there not to like? I really appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Just pounding away at it in the bathroom stall, dude. Yeah, Ian, do you want to talk about the song you you guys were working on a little bit? Can you talk about it? Yeah, sure. I mean, we've already revealed when we were on the podcast that we're working on this new album, so um, I won't reveal like what the name or anything is, but you know, we're working on some new tunes, and um, yeah. the one, in, the new one in particular that we're working on, if you've seen us play live, you've probably seen us play the song, but um, as far as it has been, I've been uh, only working on the rhythms, so right now I'm just working on the leads. If you follow us on Instagram, you've probably seen a recent clip of my uh, frustration with the uh, the lead business. So Did you see uh, the Snapchat yeah. I sent you? Um, no, what's that? It's Wait, just me scrolling it, up and down on the video, going, oh, "I'm getting creamy." Oh, <laughs> Why? Dude, it's so fucking funny. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, I'm getting That's creamy. Me. Yeah. Hey, Ian, it's you. Hey, Dude, hi, me. Does it feel like you're watching getting... yourself? Oh, I didn't watch this with sound on. I didn't realize it was you just fucking up over and over yeah. again. That's amazing. <laughs> Why don't you take a little breather? <laughs> yeah, basically listen to that the whole time I was stapling this up. That's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but me just practicing. <laughs> yeah, but me just practicing that. What does over that mean and over exactly? Again. Uh, we don't know. Uh, we don't know where it came from. Yep. Is it just one of those th- those oh, things that comes out of your cream. mouth when you're getting extremely frustrated? <laughs> yeah. Cream? Cream? That's pretty good. Getting weird, the cream. You got um, shows coming up? Yeah, yeah I got some shows coming up. on a tour? Yeah, a little mini fun run, I think. I L- think I know. Fun run. A little toboggan, yeah. if you will. Got March 7th, Barrie, Ontario, at the Fox Lounge. March 8th, Brantford, Ontario. At our, our place. place. Hey. March 9th, Waterloo, Ontario at Larmony Hunch. Hey. March 15th in Toronto. Toronto. Playing in the 6th at Hard Luck Bar. March 29th. <laughs> and we're playing locally here in Kitchener, Ontario, Canada at the Boat House Sizzle. Go for Yeah, go for a skate. Go for you know, go check, for take a look at those frozen swans that are beneath the surface. And, uh, oh, is that what poor they do? Swans. Yeah. They just shove them below the ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they come back. Like, yeah. Just like insects. I'm pretty sure there's only one swan there, and I, I believe his name is like Harold or some shit like that. How, really? How do you oh. know? I was told. <laughs> I was told. <laughs> by <laughs> I put my, my ear up to the ice, and I just heard this gurgling going, Harold. <laughs> <laughs> Why was your ear on the ice? Um, well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's going on with me and my life. And dope. Yeah. You working on any music, Patrick? Every day, every week, new intermission songs, dude. That's true. You guys will get to hear some of the special yeah. little diddlies on our our uh, intro and intermission and our little outro. Are stuff. you working on stuff? No, I haven't worked on anything recently. Oh, the guitar saddle. It's up on that monitor. Cool. Thanks. Hell yeah. Thanks for that. 
No problem, dude. I opened Studio One this week. Get oh, the this man's opened a dog. Opened Studio One. He took a shit. Beautiful. Oh Sick no! Is. That's the first step to uh, being a great success: is go. closing your DAW hundreds <laughs> of times <laughs> and clicking "Don't save." <laughs> you always click "Don't save" over and over again. I've gotten into this weird thing where I don't save anything I work on. Yeah. So I what do you save there. when you're like confident that it's? I don't know. It's not that I'm. I don't know. I just feel like. I don't know. I feel like a lot of my stuff is just tossed away. I'm just trying to get some artistic weird edge off. And yeah, then, you're right. Most of it's pretty bad. Yeah, I know. Just totally totally intermissions, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Those yeah, who can't know. write songs, write intermission songs. Yeah. That's me. I uh, <laughs> I forgot to mention that there was another artist that I've been l- listening to. Now, I don't know if anybody would really peg me as somebody. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, nobody peg Hold me. Hold your applause. Put a clown suit on and peg me. <laughs> <laughs> um, strap it on, straight leg it, and just peg me. Yeah. Um, I, I okay, fuck it. So uh, this artist, his name is Hosier. He's uh, an Irish folk singer. Yeah. And he had this huge oh, hit yeah. like two Hosier. years ago, like "Take Me to Church" yep. or whatever. Yeah. Um, the rest of his catalog, like at least to me, far supersedes that song in like a big way. And I really like the music that he puts out. And yeah, he just, he's pretty dope. Yeah, he just put out great, great guitar player on top of being a great singer. Um, and he just <coughs> just put out, a, I believe it's a four or five track EP. And some of the songs are on like the same level as Take Me to Church, like clearly trying to get some radio play. There's one song in there that I'll have to show you guys after the podcast where he, I, I can't re- recall the name of it either. So I, I'm pretty shit here. But... He like nailed some really cool polyrhythms, and it was like really cool. interesting to to hear instrumentation like that in just like kind of simplistic folk music. He's Irish, eh? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's Irish. Yeah, pretty sure. No, I, I saw on the I saw on the Googs. Okay, uh, <laughs> he uh, is an Irish singer, Irish musician. Yeah. So this was this was something else I was listening to as well. So I don't know if you guys are into this kind of thing. Check it out. Was the yeah, Jackie, Jackie Wilson, and Wilson. <clears throat> cool, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Very it. cool. Very cool. So uh, I got some uh, music news and stuff here. You yeah, guys want to drop it on us, dude? You guys want to get to it? Mm-hmm. So well, I want to get. Is it that. anything about the G Rammies? The G Rammies. Uh, we will talk about the G Rammies a little bit oh, later. Jesus. Or we could do it now oh, if you want. If you, no, no, <laughs> no, I'm gonna save it for later. <laughs> All right. All right. So this first one. Um, Misfits, I believe he's the guitar guitar player, uh, Doyle Wolfgang von Frankenstein, <laughs> Yes, had this him? quote to say the other day. I have to do $50 meet and greets because fans are stealing our fucking music. You think I want to meet all these fucking people? I don't. Damn. How are they stealing their music? I was just going to say, we now live in an era where music is so easily acquired through streaming platforms like yeah. and all those streaming platforms have free iterations where all you have to do is put up with like an ad every like couple of songs or whatever. Um, I don't think anybody's stealing their music. No, <laughs> no. I think at this point it's kind of. I mean, there probably is still like there's definitely of still some going. piracy, but I don't think it's quite on the yeah. scale where this man has to use it as a, a means to justify <laughs> yeah. doing. Because basically this came up because his fans were like, 
the fuck are you doing $50 meet and greets? Like, y- you should just be, like, thankful that you have fans and stuff. Did like you that. read yeah. into it more? Like, why did he say that? Like, where are they stealing it? What What does he mean by that? He didn't really go into it. Like, that was pretty much just the quotes from him. He is fucking beefed. Yeah, look at his... Jesus Christ. That looks like Johnny Depp. Yeah, it looks like his head is cut in half, though, with that weird hairline. Yeah. I think that's the point, but... Um, so metal. Christian Bale should play him in a movie. Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he should be Batman. I, I kind of wanted to like verge this into the uh, this question here. So like we we've kind of talked a little bit before about like is rock and roll and like th- that kind of section of music like dying off or do nope. you guys think that those musical acts are just way worse at marketing themselves than a lot of like the younger like r&b and hip-hop rappers and, and stuff like that like who who do these like crazy rollouts and shit where so let's let's okay i'm gonna say look at taylor swift she does like these massive like album rollouts tons of promotion tons of like doing interviews stuff like that posters you fucking name it it's out there but then you have somebody like this who's going to bitch about their music being stolen and they have to do $50 meet and greets. But have you ever seen a bit of promotion or any sort of rollout for that kind think, of music? Like, do you think yeah. these guys are just... Personally, I feel like they're just lazy. You know, like, we don't live in that era where you can just put out music and people are going to go fucking listen to it. Like, you got to put a little bit of legwork in. I don't think they're uh, releasing music fast enough like you can with rap and R&B and all that other shit. That yeah. shit just comes out rapid fire, but with rock music and stuff, you got to put time and effort into it. Because it's a whole band performing yeah. each of their respective instruments, and then you can't just like release singles. As that you could, of, I think as you, that kind of band. Uh, I think if they tried to give it a shot, they could. Because I think um, when you kind of initialize the question, I'll have to kind of side <laughs> with the latter, which is like like you said, like they have poor marketing, and it might not even be up to them. It might be that they've been just so used to having like management, yeah, just and label all handle this, it all, for a label them. handling it that maybe the label that they're under True. is like the guys who are kind of running that operation, or at least whatever marketing it because i'm sure like a label has like many marketing agents and then they give assign those people to like four or five bands or whatever you know what i mean that's what i would imagine at least because it's not just like one guy per label right it's like a team of people and then they probably just give them like pools of bands but i'm assuming whatever guy's been behind the scenes of put all these bands in my pool yeah who put yeah (laughs) they don't even know how to swim they're not even within arm's reach how are they supposed to save each other did they all eat a half hour before they jumped in? <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, what I'm trying to say is, like, maybe that person who's behind all that, like, just can't figure out, like, that kind of way of marketing through social media that's maybe, I don't know, giving them the success that they aren't understanding that they're not getting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's totally, like, hitting the nail on the head. And like, they're getting frustrated when they say stuff like, oh, we have to do meet and greets because maybe their manager's like, do a meet and greet. You know, maybe that's how you get some extra money. And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. Remember the meet and greets back in the 90s? Yeah. Sold thousands of records at Tim's meet and greet. You know, like, <laughs> fuck, that shit just doesn't work. Thousands like, of records at a meet and greet. Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, people show up to get their fucking record signed, and you, you happen to do it in a record store, and people show up, and they'll, they'll buy the record just to get it signed. I'm okay. not, not saying they're necessarily selling thousands, thousands of records. That might be a little bit of an overestimation, but um, you get the point, I think. Yeah.
you think these guys are just being old? Oh. Mad at their cell phones, and then they just can't do marketing because it's all online marketing? That was one of his points as well. He was like, I can't believe that our music is up on like Spotify and Apple Music and shit like that, but you only get a fraction of a cent per play. But I just don't think he was wrapping his head around the fact that like a single play is not somebody buying your record. It's not the equivalent to somebody buying your record. Yeah. A single play might not even be going through the whole song. Like, yeah, exactly. It, so. It's a fraction of your body of work, so you get a fraction of the value of that body of yeah. work. Yeah, and I mean, granted, you know, musicians maybe should get a little more. Definitely, but that's the ongoing. You know, it is pretty crazy um, how little they get. Debate. It is crazy how little they get. Um, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate. Not calling you know the not calling Spotify the devil, but what I'm trying to say is like the fact that there is a service since like the whole Napster wave of you know kind of deconstructing the music industry the fact that we have a service that you can choose to pay for and either or the result is that you still get an unlimited amount of free music and the fact that that free music like when you play it just off of the internet that that can still bring at least a fraction of a set into the artist's pocket is like still a pretty crazy thing but you know I think it's time is running out where we they can get away with giving the artists as much as they do now. Definite. Well, is it though? Because I mean, for decades you've had distribution companies and labels fucking the artists already and giving them a pittance of what their music was worth, albeit maybe in the form of an upfront sum. So it seems larger. Where with streaming platforms and shit, the the money just comes in slowly in the forms of royalty checks and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, do you think it's much different? Because I I really don't, to be totally honest. What well, do you? And I, what what's much different? Sorry. Do you do you think artists are truly making that much less off of their music being listened to than they so. were at one point? I think per play now that plays are measured through streams more than they are like buying a CD like with the packaging and everything because I think that's where well like when you would go and buy a CD it, you'd spend what like. 10 to 15 bucks yeah let's say maybe, maybe eight a little f- more yeah maybe a little more on an artist and that wouldn't even regard packaging because just depends on i guess whatever just how much the industry is valuing the artist right. but anyways um now that that market is i don't want to say it's becoming obsolete but obviously people stream more than they do buy cds so that's what i'm trying to say with i think time's running up with now that streams are more of the predominant like platform of listening to music and taking it in that that money now should be distributed at a larger like quantity for the artist yeah yeah. exactly because right now i don't even there's a there's a cool like uh infograph um about like each streaming service which is like spotify title whatever whatever whatever. and then they show how much per play but um, that might be from like 2015 or whatever yeah I, i remember seeing an infographic like that i feel like um a lot of people have to look not only towards the streaming platforms, but the labels are also still trying to play that middleman game because they're realizing that artists like, let's say Danger Liker, don't necessarily need a label anymore. You guys can go out to an independent distribution platform that uh, there are options that they don't take royalties from you, but you pay a subscription fee for them to send your music out. Or there are options where you send it out for free and they take a royalty of like whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, 
but you have larger acts who get um, signed to a label. That label wants their chunk of the money. Then they're making deals with that label's entire um, back catalog to go out to streaming platforms. But the label's still like trying to take their money. Do you think that's cutting in to the amount of money that these streaming platforms are willing to give out to artists? Well, I was watching a video with, I think it was Dead Mouse. It was his master class, and he was talking about the industry. And he was talking about how major labels usually have a deal with like streaming platforms. So like, let's say whatever label has uh, as a deal with Spotify. Um, Spotify will give that label like a chunk of money so they can put their artist on Spotify. Yeah. But usually when the label gets that chunk of money, they don't know how to distribute that. Why not? Isn't that their job? Yeah, because it's, because it, yeah but that, no, that's what he was saying because oh, okay, it's just okay, like okay, that's, yeah. that's the way it is because like a lot of like big label heads are maybe they're just not you know hip with the times maybe right, they're the right. shots they go, they're calling oh hey we don't have to pay for packaging and yeah traditional we're just given this large amount of money by spotify here's huge chunk of money okay uh he, here's so-and-so artist here's a, a million dollar advance get to work on your next record and we'll hold on to this 50 million that we were given from spotify yeah and they don't know how to handle that money that's given they don't know where to where to put oh, they that. know how to handle it well they i'm sure they, yeah they know they take it <laughs> But, you know, what I'm trying to say is that I think uh, Spotify has deals with labels to, like, give them huge chunks of money to put artists on their platform as an exclusive thing, like, only on Spotify, you know, and as a result of that, when the labels get that money is, like, they're, well, they're not distributing it fairly, whatever they're doing with it is they're getting, like, a good amount of money to, to give to their artists, but however they're distributing that is, is, well, that's the problem, whatever that whatever that is whatever that gray area that issue is like that's the problem so uh can i just ask a quick question what the fuck were we just looking yeah, at Devin. <laughs> yeah we, we got to call a little sidebar what's this man yeah. bringing up in front of us to sabotage yeah. the why show? are you googling <laughs> hip old man <laughs> oh my god are you oh kidding me? god that's insane Dude looks fresh, though. Yeah, he looks fresh, Yeah, man. that's what he did with all Spotify's money. <laughs> <laughs> he spent it I on... I want 100 traditional tattoos. <laughs> Give me oh those camo God. pants. Yeah. What do they call them? Sunglasses? Bayrans? Bayrans? Well, who do you think is kind of at fault? Do you think artists need to educate themselves a little bit more on the industry that they're involving themselves with and maybe lawyer up? before they start signing contracts always be or at least up. know like what they're signing on for you should always lawyer up because I know it's a, yeah. it's a big issue right now with a lot of uh, young up and coming like hip hop acts like I'm talking like 15, 16, 17 years old where Lil a label pump. comes to them yeah little pump little pumps um, where the label will come to them with a contract and they'll go we'll buy you a Bugatti and give you $500,000 if you sign this contract and you all you have to do is make one album for us. But that's not necessarily what's written in the contract. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, what's written is you can go and make records with other companies, but we are going to be taking 50% of exactly. the royalties from all your future works for yep. your next 10, 15 projects. But these artists are just going, well, I want a fucking sick car. And this is more money than I've ever seen in my life. 
Yeah, they'll like sign I, it away. I get why they they sign it. Like I I totally see where they're coming from. But like how how do we start this kind of discussion with them? They're just know? jumping the gun, I think. Yeah. yeah. Cuz I think with bands, like bands have are now starting to get more wise to mm-hmm. when labels approach them Definitely. and like even being independent is now an option that is feasible. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, like it's not like a risk. Well, it is a risk. Like it's your own money, right? When you go independent, or as a label, you know, they they advance you some money and they put it into like professional marketing rather than, you know, well, depending on. I mean, if your marketing agent sucks and he's like sucks at social media, then your money's going down the toilet. Right. Unless you got, you know, a person. Well, that's the in- funny thing too, right? Because like a lot of marketing rollouts is done on social media, so it's like you can even just cut that out of the bill as well. Like, Oh yeah, for sure. Like if anybody's uh, slightly technologically savvy, you can just pull off your own like viral marketing campaigns. Yeah. I think if you're just keen to like how to use the technology, then as obviously you can, you know, have a good independent career. Um, A lot of artists are like that. Um, When it comes to, a label though and just kind of being quick to jump to the first offer i think it depends on just the team you have when you're in a band you're already with a team right when you're like a solo artist doing let's say like hip-hop and you work with like one guy who either produces your stuff or like books or whatever you know that's it's based on your guys's judgment so if you're thinking like okay you know if you're both just quick to jump to like a decent amount of money but you're not caring about any of like the percentages of what they own then i think that's kind of where you know people need to educate themselves more but i think it's just going to take this whole new wave of like labels now know how to knowing now how to get with the times and them approaching with like them approaching younger artists now they kind of know how to like work the system to like get reel them in and then possibly exploit them whereas like I don't know some artists like uh, well they start their own labels like J. Cole and stuff like that where yeah. they can just kind of like call the shots themselves or a periphery if we're looking at a different realm sure um, I don't know when it comes to like just being an up and coming artist like myself I really don't know what's going to happen if you know the stars aligned and the label was to approach us like I've seen enough interviews with other bands and listened to enough podcasts that the best option would be to own a hundred percent of your masters yep but that seems like it seems like it can be done only if your band is like really high in demand so i was watching a podcast with periphery and they were talking about how sumerian kept approaching them which sumerian's like a really well-known label that uh has a really like good roster of like metal bands and hard rock bands and so they kept approaching Periphery being like, hey, we want to sign you guys. And they're like, well, we want to own 100% of our masters. And they're like, that's not going to happen. So they kind of screwed off and they signed a deal with somebody else, but um, which let them keep 100% of their masters. And then when Periphery and that whole movement of music was starting to blow up out of nowhere, and then Sumerian was like, okay, well, how about this? And they're like, well, no, we're going to take 100%. And then they were like, okay. So Sumerian started to see like potentially how much cash periphery might have to work with yeah it was I, like I, we'll sell them back to you kind of thing basically if i think if a label sees that your music is in demand right they you, know now there's a, a yeah. price you have more leeway of like what you want to get out of the deal i think sure. or uh, yeah you get more leverage because i think if you're just kind of trying to be the next something and not right. the first something yeah when you're trying to be the next something you'll 
Yeah, you'll you'll have I mean, less lenient. I, I guess like when, yeah, when you're starting to take off now, you have money that can pay for legal fees, and you can you can hold a company up in court, and, and potentially look for loopholes and stuff like that. It might just be easier to settle out on yeah on something like that. Yeah, I only wanted to bring it up just because you guys are like an up and coming band right like and these these could potentially be things you guys will have to think about i was just kind of curious on what your thoughts on it yeah i listen to like i'm honestly i'm kind of trying to be an industry nerd because it really intrigues me how it works yeah but um because i'm not like at that stage where i can throw myself into like that league i don't really know the ins and outs i can only hear about how they function playing like these theoretical scenarios in your head yeah like what you hear from other people yeah and people have said like you know watch out for this make sure you do this you know think these things carefully learn how to say no all these kinds of like basic you know business tips but i think it's only until you interact with because as weird as business like dealing with business is like a numbers thing an economics thing it's it is like a very like it's a sales thing and it's a personality thing so Definitely. when you're like interacting with people to better your business which is your brand which is your band i guess in my case um like you're interacting with other people who want to be involved in your business so those personalities like you don't know if they're either going to be like really looking out for you or they're really manipulative because everybody always talks about how the entertainment industry is kind of can be shady or you got to really watch out for, yeah, watch out for who you make deals with. So I think only until I start making those interactions, will I be able to like kind of sharpen my judgment. But for now I can only understand like how things work, but only until maybe if a label was to ever approach us, I don't know how likely that is, but if they were to, 100% if they were it's I don't know I I don't even know like what the deal like what the deal would be like how you know friendly or professional this person is like I don't I don't know I have no idea I never I never I have no idea what to expect sure yeah but by no means (laughs) am I trying to uh have us come off as like like uh anybody who's in the know on shit this is just kind of like a a little theoretical debate I wanted to throw out yeah sorry I got kind of got no, caught up into no, it i just like i'm really exactly what i, I really passionate to about this kind of stuff um like from my perspective I, I just just like you i'm really interested in how the industry works the ins and outs of it the mechanics of it the meta game which all just comes down to a handshake the mathematics that go into play on top of it um i kind of feel like a lot of artists uh maybe older artists should act sort of as like elder statesman almost like maybe mentor younger acts and stuff like that on these kinds of things and teach them about the places where they got screwed over their career and i mean art yeah. it, it has been getting better and better like um, this isn't like the 40s and 50s where people were like given like fucking i don't know 10 bucks and like some record label exec owns all of their work and that person never sees like any royalties or anything off of it like that's what happened to tlc yeah like what we, happened with tlc they got screwed over just like they i don't really know exactly in a number sense and statistics like what happened to them but they basically got nothing out of their like record deals that's why they moved to tv shows <laughs> storage wars <laughs> pawn stars 
Damn, well, what if sucks. I have really good uh, talent and uh, and and you know I want to be recognized by the world? <laughs> best I can do is uh, <laughs> <Star> Wars. <laughs> best I can do is oh well, let's see here. Um, what is this? What, what, what is this? Where's TLC? <laughs> Give us TLC. You click matey. Like TLC website. Come on. Oh, you went to one of click these. Click next. <laughs> View ten ads, and then we'll show you what you're looking for. What a smart oh, way to make God. money, though. These are all gonna be country artists, Flynn. <laughs> Flynn. Okay, so Flynn's looking through. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, like, Calm times down. That, times that record company screw the artist. Oh, there it is. TLC. It's not gonna give us any information. TLC gave hope to a generation of young black women who wanted meaningful, powerful representation in the mainstream. It could be argued that without TLC, we would have no Destiny's Child and therefore no Queen Beyonce. No. Unfortunately, despite Queen. all their talents, Queen. TLC still got screwed. But they were smart enough to take action. This By the time TLC released their sophomore album, Crazy Sexy Cool, the group was the <laughs> biggest selling girl group of all time. Despite the millions the band bought in, they had to file for bankruptcy because of the insanely bad deal with La Face Records. This the band was entitled help. to just seven percent of the revenue Ooh. from their album sales, and you'll never guess how little that sum actually was. Wow, seven percent! And if that's they amongst them fucked. three, that's seven. Right. Right. Oh my god, that's right. they got thirty-five thousand each. Fuck. Yeah. Sweet, I can buy a Toyota Corolla with that. <laughs> I, I make up. more yeah. in a year at my bullshit fucking day job. God. Holy. Damn. Yeah. Um Wow. Alright, well speaking of TLC, I have another little news point here. If you guys want to get into it for a couple minutes before our break. Yo, let's get into it, guys. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a look so, at um, it. Yeah, crunch the numbers, uh, please. A new BBC report fine. Excuse me? A BBC, BBC report yes. found. <laughs> you fuck. Uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, oh, um, for Christ's sake. God damn it, okay, 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 okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. A BBC report has found that there's about three times uh, more male pop stars than there are female pop stars. How many times more? Three times. Can we hear it one more time? Three times. Wow. The number three. That was three times. Let's thank Patrick for that. Thank you. Thanks, Patrick. No problem. So why do you think that is? Do you think this is an issue well, like- Well, to me, that was really surprising. I would have expected it to be the other way around. With I pop stars, like yeah. female artists are e- easier to market. Now, what- So it was three times more, but that amount, is that like what amount of that are chart toppers? Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, like, how much percentage of female pop stars? Because it's like, yeah, sure, there are three times as more male pop stars, but it's not to say that they're good pop stars. It might just mean that but they're girls, like girls like pop music more than guys do. Yeah, yeah but well, if, that's why I was thinking. But maybe that's why there's more male. I'd be pop interested stars. in seeing that actually. How many uh, female pop stars compared to male are in? Oh, there we go. Top 100 best selling. Top 100 best selling. Huh. Why is that? Why is that? It's more male pop stars because it's little girls. No, like but the, but I mean, well, no. Girls want to go see male pop stars more than they want to see. That's female true. Pop stars. Oh yeah. So if it's a sales yeah, thing based 2017. on 2017, nothing. That the Backstreet Boys did they do a reunion tour and inspire a bunch of people? What's that Maybe. one with? Uh, I think it's called BTS. Uh, the the K-pop yeah yeah the maybe group? that's what fucking showed oh up. yeah, yeah that could that. play a big role as well I didn't even think of yeah. uh, K-pop groups because I know that's like just like a rampant wildfire yeah that's just <laughs> just going crazy acts credited 
yeah, that's, that's essentially what it looks yeah. like. It reads as. Yeah, it could. could. It could. Yeah, I can. I can. But females been like a well, I steady. I assume the BBC wouldn't just look at every act. I assume they would look into pop and sub pop genres. Females been at a steady like twenty five percent. Yeah, it seems like really consistent yeah. across the board. Um, it's males not though. <clears throat> it's happening. It looks like they took males took a huge jump around like twenty eleven. Is that pump- when like the Jonas Brothers and shit were rocking? Yeah, sort of pumping out those hot twinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think when did Justin Bieber come out on Tennessee? Yeah, I think he was around like two thousand nine, two thousand eight. What? Hot twinks? Do you want to get into the oh, definition? Yeah, you can get right, get it right out of there. <laughs> yeah, you can get right out of there. You can get right out of there. Do not right. Google search that ever again. All right. Well, we don't have a lot of insight onto this. I just thought it was. A, I thought it was an interesting little thing. No, 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 no. All right. We have Devin over yeah, on the computer. We just, we just, we just back up. Yeah, we just go see him hard. Hot twinks, and he didn't and he know what it was. For a rude awakening. Yeah. Leave my browser history, please. All right. Well, we just hit. Uh, one hour in, uh, I think we're gonna cut to a little break, and Devin yeah. can have a little more alone time with the hot twins. <laughs> BRB. Hi. Yo. Hey. Uh, welcome back. We're back from our little pee break, and a little we had some little snackies. Uh, Ian. Nice of you to join us. Ian's having a nice, refreshing sip of water. What's up, y'all? Waving at our sweet mothers. The only three people watching. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mommy. My mom probably gave up an hour ago. Oh, she in chat? Y'all pussies. That's what she's saying in chat. <laughs> Your mom? <laughs> she's saying that to all the other gamers on YouTube. Your mom says that? Yeah, she's probably watching a bunch of people play Fortnite and Apex Legends. My son's better than you. Y'all pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking, it's quite a nice mom you got. Speaking of Apex Legends, remember how I was telling you guys about that last week? Nope. That, it's like a battle royale, uh, sort of like Fortnite or like Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. Whatever. Oh yeah, I do remember that. What about um, it? What about it? So I played a couple more matches. Yeah. And I got so angry to the point where I was punching my own hand off, and I just looked at Lauren and I was like, I think I don't think I'm ever gonna play this again. Probably for the best. Do you guys ever get yeah. that mad at something? No. Where you punch uh, your own hand off? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I damaged it. I was like, ow. I'm hurting my own body. What brought you to this point? Uh, I picked up some <laughs> weapon and it was really trash and I like unloaded a couple clips into a dude and it just didn't like nothing. And then It's he, not your own fault though? No, I hit him with every fucking bullet. And then it's your own fault for picking then he up just the weapon. Punched me like, yeah, I didn't know it was a bad weapon at the time. Unbelievable. And, and then he just like punched me twice and I died and that was extremely frustrating. So why don't you use your fist more often? I'm afraid of hitting <laughs> Super Saiyan level three mm-hmm. and accidentally punching my own hand. I meant in right the game, off. dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. I just want to tell you guys that. You don't have to worry about me. I'm not going to play that game anymore. Yeah, we're worried it about causes, the other games it, that you play. It causes me too much. Oh, the other 200? Yeah. I'm going to keep playing those. Oh, okay. When do you think you'll uh, quit? Never. Never? I, uh, Lauren and I talk about this sometimes, and she's like, do you think you'll play games when you're like like retired or like, I don't know, like 60 or 70 years old? And I'm like, yeah. Really? I, I feel like retirement think- homes will be filled with like 
Smash Bros tournaments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah. yeah land parties. <laughs> there's like StarCraft going on, and then there's like Smash Bros. And then there's like a VR like yeah. booth where some well, guys I mean, like it's it's so weird because <laughs> his 13 year old self. I, I know this isn't a video game podcast or anything, but I'm gonna yeah, I'm is. gonna veer on a little gonna veer on a little thing. Yeah, I guess it's just the three of us. We can talk about whatever we want. No good shit. Um, yeah, I it's it's weird like the time we live in. Because even when we were like little, like between the ages of zero and like ten years old, I was never zero, dude. <laughs> yeah, not once. What's this all this zero bullshit? <laughs> between the ages of zygote and ten. Okay. Um, now you're speaking our language. I <laughs> video games were still like kind of nerdy. Like not everybody played them. It wasn't like as widely accepted as it is now. And even ten year, a decade before that, it was like super niche almost right when did you yeah. uh who got you into gaming um there was always like game consoles around i think like my my big introduction to it it was like easter one year i don't i don't remember how old i was but my mom bought my dad an n64 as an easter present i think it was for like the rest of us as well i hope it was because <laughs> i kind of took it over but yeah that was like the first game console that we had in our house but if I if I remember correctly, like my uncles both like they they had like consoles and stuff, and I would go play like uh, Tekken and like Dead or Alive beach volleyball, and I'm like six years old, and I'm like, wow, <laughs> those are some huge jugs right there. <laughs> oh I really like video games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play these forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was kind of it. Like when did you get into video games? Uh, I forget how old I was. I think I was maybe like four or five. Alan, I was about four or five, right? You were like maybe like three or four years old. Yeah, and uh, we got a Sega Genesis, and I think it was because we were at my aunt's house and my cousin had one, and we were like, you know, gawking over it. So I don't remember how long after that, but our dad like took us to the store, got us a Sega Genesis. I remember with this Ronald McDonald video game and Dude, I just I had the same game and I just <laughs> remember like playing it like really late at night with like the lights off in the apartment building and Ooh. just like <laughs> it was a yeah. horror game but you turned it it wasn't a horror yeah. game but you turned it into one yeah. this is your future <laughs> <laughs> that game was pretty addicting though I oh you, you yeah. know what he's talking was about? it like yeah. a platform kind of you know like yeah. Mario ripoff kind of game yeah. okay, did cool. Grimace ever make a cameo yeah or the hamburger Grimace the purple McNugget yes, he did you guys ever wonder what Grimace is? Like he looks just like a nugget. McNugget. Yeah, oh, that's what is, I thought. Like oh, he fell he, you under know what the he fire. is? He is um he is a physical entity of gluttony. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> like I I, I I don't know. Once you said that, I kind of like imagined this whole like com- oh look at that one right there. This whole commercial campaign in in my head. <laughs> Make America Grimace again. <laughs> oh my god. No. Nice. Nice. What a weird character. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he is. I don't know what he could be. Maybe he's like the most neutral being ever. What's the first? (laughs) I don't want to. I don't know what. uh, That's kind of. That's kind of unsettling. Do you like playing horror games? Uh, Uh, I don't. I'm a Resident Evil guy. Yeah. Yeah, Whenever it like. If someone has it at their house or something. Like I've rented it a few times way back in the day. Why'd you say it like that? Because <laughs> I, because it was way. How old are you? 
29 7. <laughs> yeah. Way back in the day. Way back in the days of Blockbuster. <laughs> Dude. I, bust, I busted a couple blocks in my day. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> That's a lot of PSI. <laughs> <laughs> How many discs did you resurface? <laughs> Just one, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of miss Blockbuster. Do you guys want to take a road trip out to the one remaining one in Alaska? Is that yeah, the only one left, left in the world? There's one left. Why? And I, it, I believe it has its own Twitter, and it makes like funny jokes and shit. Like, yo, fuck Netflix, we out here. <laughs> <laughs> they were got, t- didn't they want to start a streaming service? Netflix approached Blockbuster and offered the them... A, this isn't going to be a thing. An investment opportunity. And yeah, Blockbuster turned them down because they were like, that's stupid. Nobody has internet <gasps> fast what? enough. But the thing is, that they were first like a shipment, a DVD shipment thing, weren't they? You would just like order a DVD Netflix? and Netflix would drive you it to you? You literally can delivery? still get that service. Why? <laughs> there's there's a, a, a Netflix specific link you can go to. And it, it's not every new movie is available, but there are movies available that you can still. That's so weird. Um, get snail mailed to you and you just send them back kind of like red box or whatever interesting yeah it is super weird but i guess like it makes sense because there are still areas where their internet is so bad that they can't stream anything like alaska i guess areas of alaska yeah like all they have is like satellite internet and at best it's running at like a couple hundred kilobytes or whatever so like jeez i I don't even think that's it's like barely enough to to stream like a 360p movie or whatever wait Um, until alaska catches up and gets their fucking high speed internet dude well it's going to be crazy i know i i believe tesla or elon musk is looking into doing uh high speed internet satellite solutions so like worldwide to, to have like at least like a 10 megabyte connection worldwide through satellite internet Damn. which i mean it should have happened years ago but just that's cool it's all about cor- the money dude it's all about the money exactly. our boy elon shout out to elon oh musk musk <laughs> musk uh, yo we should get him on the podcast maybe you think he'd come on i think i mean we live in the we inno- ask him we live in the innovation corridor of canada we we live in the silicon valley of we live in the canada. insurance capital of canada yeah. That's we invented Blackberry. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all you, Blackberry. You made the rent so damn high. Yeah, shout out Blackberry. Shout not to Blackberry. I think I heard they're doing pretty well in India. I wonder why. Yeah, me too. Probably because they make robust and durable phones that I don't know. Oh, they make great, um, great TV shows. Blackberry. Yes, Indians. Oh, India. You watch a lot of Bollywood. No, I just watch their reactions. Oh, the reactions, like on YouTube and stuff? No, just... You how... watch Bollywood reactions to Bollywood reactions. I watch the uh, the dramas, you know, where they um, What's zoom your in. favorite drama? <clears throat> As best I don't talk about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anybody doesn't know, uh, Bollywood has a very distinct editing style with their, their soap operas and dramas. Let's pull it up. Yeah, Devin can look something up. I'm, I'm sure it won't be too hard to find. PK, you want to recommend a video that he pulls up? What was that? Babadi. What was that? Babadi. Can you spell that? B-O-B-I-D-D-Y. Second one. It's the second one. That's it. Throw that up on the green screen, boy, for everybody to see. Seems my favorite show. (laughs) (laughs) 
Damn. Yo, Alan. What is that? Is that thunder? <laughs> I can only imagine that the yeah, it's real, dude. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of edits like that. I I can only imagine that the editor is like a a nine year old that's been like making dank Minecraft videos his whole life. Yeah, it's like when somebody puts every filter onto a photo oh, and just turns so it funny, into a man. pixelated mess. Ooh, we got the 60-year-old knees. <laughs> it's all that, that straight legging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you just want to talk about some more music? Uh, sure. Some, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Um, drop it on us, dude. Yeah, drop it Stephen Hot. <laughs> Tesseract is going on tour with this steaming hot band. D- Dream Theater. D- Does that excite anybody here? No. Yeah. That I excites mean, me a little bit. I mean, are you going to see it? I, I, I look back to a day when Tesseract was like this little, yeah, kind of like niche band that like Ian and Devin were like really into. And I'm like listening to them and they were like garnering a little bit of a following. I don't think at that time I would have ever imagined seeing them with a fucking monolith of a band like Dream Theater. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. But, um, Tesseract went on tour last year with a Megadeth. So, um, yeah, that's a weird pairing. <laughs> yeah, Megadeth. I, th- I forget who else they went on tour with, but I think Gojira was in the mix and somebody else. I think it was also like Meshuga or something. Okay, and I'm not sure if it was a tour or a show, but still, still, was pretty cool. Sounds like an awesome. Are you gonna go show. see it if they come around here? Yeah, I didn't check yeah. where uh, where the tour was heading. Hopefully, it's North America. I would love to go see that. Would you? Would, yeah, I would. Would yeah. you guys check it out? Oh yeah, probably not. Well, yeah. it depends. I mean, like if I can go out and see it, I don't know. Like, uh, Dream Theater is a band that I never really like. Kind of went through their whole discography religiously, as much as I did like other bands, right. like, whoever. Um, but uh, I really respect them and the fact that they shaped that this whole kind of new wave of yeah. You know, I'm kind of like in the same boat. I never, so. I never did like the crate dig on Dream Theater. I'm aware of some of their works. I've listened to enough Dream Theater to have a feel of what kind of band they are. But it's more of like a, a respect out of what they've done for like uh, this section of the industry that we're really interested in. I yeah, guess. definitely. Really. Chris Shout Alves. out Chris Alves. Yeah. Chris Alves listening to this, that kind of music? I never really knew him that well. Either. Of the dark eternal night. Yeah, that fucking funny. <laughs> you fucking nailed it there, buddy. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, that, that's one piece of news. Yeah, I don't uh, like Dream Theater. Here's a uh, piece that's a little more exciting, Can't I think, for do. all of us in the okay. room here. Chance the Rapper oh! announced he has a, a record in the works that should be out by July. Ooh. Yeah, Throw out your Chance 3 ha- hats. Pick chance up your four. Chance 4 hats. Wieners. I don't know, oh. man. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how it's going to be, though. I wonder, like, who he's working with. I'm any... really excited. Um, I'm worried that Chance doesn't take industry and fan criticism 
into play when he's making his music and i mean like shuts himself off from everybody yeah because coloring book was really well received pretty lame though but to chance fans i don't feel like it was really well received you know it it was well received to the industry at large but i mean it was uh it's pretty shite actually (laughs) yeah yeah I didn't go back to any tracks on that album. I think there was one, the one song with like Lil Wayne and uh, Is that about a Titty car? Boy. Titty Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was it. I think it was called uh, No Problem, something like that. Problem. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That's a good song. I don't know why you guys keep mumbling through your lips at me. But <laughs> that's, that's like every country song ever. <laughs> well, if we got a Chance country record, Chance. you you better believe I'm all in on that. Ah, uh, no. Um, yeah, I don't know if it, if it's like Coloring Book again, I'll listen, and take then I'll take a hard pass. Back to acid rap, dude. Yeah, dude. Like you, you had this uh, brilliant formula. I did. I did. <laughs> Chance had this brilliant formula, <laughs> not Patrick. And oh, he just kind of like left it. And <laughs> part of me gets it like, you're an artist, you want to do what you want to do. But then the other part of me is just like, but it was fucking amazing. Yeah, he took a pretty lame turn. Yeah. Do you really want the same yes. thing? Well, do you want like, <laughs> like Acid Rap 2.0? I just want the same Not necessarily. I just want that same attitude, that same creativity that went into it. Yeah. Like it, It's got this this definite vibe where like Coloring Book... Uh, I had said this commercial. to you guys. It sounded, yeah, it was like this really commercial, poppy sounding record, kind of like um, Chance's Doritos commercial. Never saw it. I, <laughs> I dancing like a taco, walking like a nacho. I would hope that maybe Coloring Book was just an attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting past this. <laughs> I'm getting past this. Yeah, go for I it. Gotta I feel, but although I kind of feel like Coloring Book was maybe just, I would hope so at least, that it was just a way to kind of. Uh, assert his dominance in the industry as an independent artist, you know, maybe. You want to see the commercial? Yeah, I do. I would love please. to see it. I've All right, never hit seen it. it. Sick car so far. Oh, yeah, it's featuring the Backstreet Boys, too. Great. Don't like it already. Why? <laughs> this can't be fucking real, dude. That's exactly what I thought. This can't be fucking real dude, when I watch this, brutal. dude. brutal. Oh my, what? Why is this still While these going? old men can move still? Oh, this is... <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, they're all limbered up. Look at them. Dude, they're like refined twinks. <laughs> Devin, How? you want to search that up for us? <laughs> How could you not be sick refined of... Refined twinks? You want to search that up? <laughs> How could you not be sick of performing that song? I know. <laughs> After all these years. How long is 20 years of performing the same song? I don't know. Aren't they like 62 now, maybe? I'm not sure. I I, I'd have to assume they're probably like <laughs> 40, like low. Yeah, 62, yeah, I think. 40s. Yeah. Yeah, top yeah. 50. Yeah, so what do you guys think? Do you, are you hoping for a chance record that's exactly like that? Maybe you should stop yes. for a bit. <laughs> it should just be called. It seems like that commercial. I, I know that's like not representative of Chance's music at all. But when I saw that, it was like so fucking low effort. 
that I felt like he just stumbled onto set, and they're like, "Hey, Chance, uh, we need you to rap today." And he's like, "Well, okay, we're walking like a taco, nacho, nacho, nacho." <laughs> it's like fucking insane. <laughs> That's a nacho. Oh my god, that was bad. Yeah, it's time for the Backstreet Boys to change their name. <laughs> Why? Backstreet men. Why is it time? No, I don't know. We're the Backstreet Men. I just saw a weird clickbaity uh, title there. Because <laughs> they're not boys anymore, dude. Yeah. They're fucking old men. Oh, they're in their 40s, except for Nick Carter. He's 38. Backstreet wow. Gramps. Hot off Young the press, blood. hitting 40. Backstreet Young blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still fresh. Backstreet Gramps, dude. Ain't no Dilf yet. Um, yeah, so that, <laughs> that's it. Dude, Chance Dilf. record coming out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a feeling it won't drop in July. It'll probably be. Oh, kind of like Kanye's back. album was supposed to drop in January? Yeah, where's that at? Fucking little uh, yeah. Speaking of Kanye, yep. Designer put out a couple of tracks. Uh, With this two eyes? Week. Yes. Okay. Um, put out a couple of like Lucy singles this week. After a couple weeks back, calling out good music and Kanye specifically saying that Designer put good music back on the map. Just okay. let that sink in for a second. All right. All right. <laughs> designer, the guy who makes all the forest jungle noises. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> You should put that on. That was a good one. I like that. Yeah, if anybody's curious, there's there's um a designer dubbed over oh, rainforest sounds, it. and it's fucking fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah, Dude, it's yeah. so fucking. Funny. It's really funny. Um, yeah. So he he dropped these singles, and in one of them, he uh he has he has this line, and it's like, uh, bars crazy like Kanye, and I thought that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder how the label takes that, because like he's still signed under them and shit. He is. Yeah. What a dink. Yep. I want to listen to that so badly. Yeah, we can put it on for a little snippet. You guys are going to hear Designer yeah. in the Rainforest? Yeah, I would love to. Listen carefully. I need to listen carefully. be soothed right now. I wonder how many copyright claims we're going to get. All of them. <laughs> the Wild Designer. Faint in the rainforest. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible! <laughs> Isn't that the stupidest shit? Is you've there ever like heard? a Nardwar compilation of like all the sounds that he makes as well? Probably. Oh yeah, yeah there is. Yeah. There is. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, you can kill funny. it. Um. So yeah, that's good. Soothing, going on. dude. You guys want to talk about the Alexis on Fire single? You mean the out? brutal one that yeah. sounds like a bunch of old yeah, men trying can, to recreate we can talk something? Because I remember we all listened to it together, and. uh we okay. all listened to it together, yeah, right? Yeah, we did. We did at your uh, your apartment, right? We listened here before. Yeah. We went oh, to here. My apartment. Yeah, we went, Devin, we do you want to pull apartment. up the song or what? What uh, the song name is? Yeah. I think it was like "Familiar Drugs." Yeah, or "Familiar Drugs," something like that. Um, all right. Well, why don't you give us your thoughts yeah. on it? Okay, so we put it on. You hear like the familiar guitar tones and stuff, but then it never really. Somebody's gonna get murdered. It never really <laughs> busted down into that. Alexis on fire feel that we all were kind of expecting to hear. It was definitely really different. Same-ish in some aspects, but I mean, it was so like. Did you like it? I don't know. No, I don't was, think so. I don't think aspects. so. No, no, no. That's just not what like, I'm saying. Just, just like, like the their vocals, wa- pretty much. Were the, yeah, yeah. I, I guess just because it's the same dudes, like there, there's a remnants of Alexis on fire in there. Remnants of what used to be good. Yeah. It wasn't good, I don't think. It's I just, mean, it felt like a bunch of old dudes trying to recreate some energy that they don't have anymore. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it it wasn't. It was like 
it wasn't high energy and it wasn't low energy. It's just like it was like this? it was like lazy energy. <laughs> yeah. And we all kind of started talking, and I think I came to the conclusion that like maybe they kind of just got together over like the Christmas holidays when everybody was home, and we're like, hey, you guys want to like jam out? Yeah, maybe had a couple beers or whatever. Hit Dallas's studio or something, and just recorded this and then put it out. Uh, I'd be interested to know if they're planning on putting out any other music. Or if this was just kind of like a one-off thing, like a homage to the fans, or putting putting the feelers out to see how how receptive people were to it. They should yeah, have maybe. that piano that I added. That was a pretty nice touch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, PK was playing a uh, some MIDI synthesizer behind the the track while we were listening to it. Probably it actually enhanced <laughs> it enhanced the experience. <laughs> if if that gives you any indication of and how so mediocre the the song was. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a damn shame. It was a huge turn, though, like from anything they've ever done. Yeah, and the only thing that were the only thing that was really familiar was maybe Dallas Green's vocals. Even like George's vocals, his screams like sounded different. Yeah, maybe he's just sad. He's seen too much as a paramedic around Toronto. <laughs> oh my god, what? George <laughs> is a paramedic in Toronto. The music video. Yeah. What? Oh, this actually. You know what? If we want to go what to new releases, hang I'm on, s- hang on. George, the the scream vocalist of paramedic? Alexis on Fire, is a paramedic. In real life, in real life. like Man, you could you, you could get in an accident in Toronto. Yeah, I was like, he got. I thought you were just talking about the video. Yeah. Oh no, that's real. Yeah. You could get into an accident in Toronto, and George could come save your life. Dude, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> 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 I wonder how many fans. He's oh, had you to. I love, yeah. <laughs> I love your, your stuff. autograph in my blood. <laughs> I love your stuff. But yeah, uh, so we all kind of me. felt pretty lukewarm on the track. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, looking at this on the screen, though, speaking of new releases, I forgot about this because I've just been listening, starting to listen to this. And it's actually really good despite it being a pretty huge turn, but it's the new Bring Me the Horizon, and the record's called Ammo or Amo or whatever, but it is actually really good. I, you would, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's, what, it's really good. What's the feel on it? Because I haven't, I've heard about it, but I haven't listened to it's it. It's like super poppy, but it's really well written in terms of like, they're not going for just like, they, like some songs just sound like, yeah, they sound like radio rock, but some other songs, they sound more like, they're blending in a lot of like electronic elements, but they're like not going for like cookie cutter like chord progressions or anything like that. Like they're actually trying to like experiment with like well, right. I don't know. They're still bringing like progish elements too. Yeah, and then there's some songs that are like really heavy. Like, a- like by, def- season, by definition, by definition, they're like really heavy, and then some that are just like feel good like rock radio rock songs, and then some like there's a song that's with uh, like Grimes. And then it's just oh, like a cool. straight up like electronic song with vocals over it, but you can tell just like they've like got Grimes? their little pizzazz on it. I haven't listened to much of him. I just like kind of Her, like, I like Grimes a lot. What? Her. Oh really? Oh, then I definitely don't know. I don't um, like her. <laughs> with bring <laughs> me the like, horizon up on the screen right now. This kind of uh, <laughs> brings up this stupid little thing that I read today. So Alan Cross puts out like a daily kind of like listen to this. This is what's going on in music. And I subscribe to it and I check it out um, most days. And the day that the Alexis on Fire track came out, there was also an Avril Lavigne track that came out. Ooh. And those were Alan Cross's recommendations for the day of what to listen to. He's getting old. Exa- this is exactly what I thought. And 
he classified Alexis on Fire as a screamo outfit. And I was like, Alan, at the dude who is supposed to know everything about music, the man who inspired me to like dig a little bit deeper into music throughout my whole fucking life, and he's just going to call this hardcore act screamo. It was kind of like... Screamo outfit. Know, screamo outfit, yeah. It was really weird to read that. Straight and I was like, maybe, maybe, it's, just, maybe, maybe it's just... Maybe it's just... For his audience, I guess, because maybe they're not that well versed with yeah, music. Like, hardcore. Like that. What is hardcore? Be right. A grouping of those bands would be called a hot topic. <laughs> a real meeting of the minds. It's you just a real me meeting cancer. of the minds. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, would you recommend checking out the Bring Me the Horizon? Oh sorry yeah, to, sorry to definitely. No, no, I would. I dive I definitely into the uh, cross recommend it. It'd be difficult um, to uh, come into that with an open mind and trying to ignore everything that they've released in the past. That is exactly what the opposite of what you have to do. It's that's literally you have you, to you remember just, what they've released in the past and listen to this and go, wow. Yeah, <laughs> you, we've come yeah, so far. From I would say I would black say black and blue. Ollie Sykes destroying his vocal cords to this. Yeah, I would say that. Or if you know that. Because How are the vocals on it? Are they clean? Yeah, vocals? they're all clean. Like, they are like okay. there's some of them are like raspy, you know. Interesting. Like scroted notes. Um, scroted? Scrotumed. <laughs> Scrotumed. You really reached for your scrot on that one. Yeah, yeah no, I d I dig it. Uh there was uh you guys know the the drum and bass group Pendulum? Yep. Nope. Yep. Um yep. most people do. <laughs> headed by Rob Swire. Fanta <laughs> fantastic <laughs> group. Um they did a collaboration record with In Flames. Like I oh, wanna yeah. say it's probably coming up on like seven or eight years ago now. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, and that was kind of like, at least from what I'm aware of, like uh, the first foray of like a hardcore group and like an electronic, more poppy outfit, like coming together and working on a project together. And it was really cool. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited to check this out because I, I definitely have some area of appreciation for uh doing something that's a, a little different what's except for you chance stay the same <laughs> what's a track you'd recommend checking out off of off uh, this the new yes uh i don't know because i've only really been kind of digging into it as of a couple of days ago so i'm kind of like getting a feel for like how the songs are and it's to say that i haven't really given every song an equal amount of listens which one has but, moved um, you the most like the first couple tracks are good because the first one has kind of like a really heavy electronic vibe, but the textures and the chords are really cool. And um, then the song after that's like a really like radio rock, you know, like monster truck, like da -da 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 -da. Da -da -da, you know what I mean, like so like that. <laughs> and um, no. and then after that is it gets a little bit more like metal oriented with like you know low tune like grooves and stuff like that and Drop but then it goes tuning. into like a weird like pop kind of thing after which is kind of strange and then it goes into like that song with grimes and so the first few tracks are like enough of like a swing across the spectrum for you to kind of get a taste of like what's to come on the album you can listen to maybe like the first because there's a lot of uh, tracks on that album i believe there's like oh, maybe another like 20 four, tracker it's like 14 or something so if you listen to the first you know third of the album you can pretty much get a good good feel for it you can dig your, dip your yeah, toes that'll take me a while to convince myself to listen but I'm sure I will well, I'll put it on when you're here and I'll cram it down your throat 
Yeah. Um, yeah, he crams a lot of things down my throat. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. Get you creamed. Things get things get weird up there, in this video. Creamy. <laughs> Is there ever a case for you guys like where you've been really into a band or something and then they do like a hard pivot in the direction of the sound that they're producing? Nickelback? <laughs> Dude. They took they took yeah. a quite a hard turn. Did they? Dude, have you listened to them recently? No. Yeah, they went back to like they're being, fucking rocking. They're like prog metal now, but like it's act. The songs are act, like there's some parts where you, you will catch yourself listening to it. and You're like, this is really good, and then you're kind of like, but why? Like I, because I love to hate them. Yeah, love to hate them. But you hear some of these parts. Is, uh, they're like masters of the hook, dude. They're killing it. Yeah, you know, it's 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 really strange. Except their lyrics. Yeah, some about fairy men. Yeah, a coin for the fairy men. Well, what's wrong with that? It's like Led Zeppelin lyrics. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a problem. I think it's just Chad's <laughs> voice. To be totally honest, I feel he just looks too much like Jesus at some points. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird to get into Jesus metal. But they're not even Christian rock. He's married to Avril Lavigne, who's apparently a clone. <laughs> <laughs> she died in like 2003 or something in a car what? accident. What? Okay, okay. And the label made a clone of her. Pull this up. Let's see what this is all about. <laughs> Avril Lavigne is a clone. I remember reading a cracked out article that said Tom DeLonge is is, is uh, an alien. Oh yeah. That's real though. She yeah. does have Lyme or did she have did or have does Lyme have Lyme disease. The uh, Avril Lavigne death hoax that won't die. <laughs> I don't want to see this shit. Why, dude? It's interesting. It's real. Yeah, it's music news. <laughs> Avril Lavigne is alive. <laughs> Who's gonna read it? On the 15th look, look how much you got to read. Are you really going to get into the Avril Lavigne death conspiracy? <laughs> look at him. He's so interested. He's intrigued. <laughs> Put it on the side burner for now. Is there a headline in here that he can read? Yeah, the title, I think. Here you go. Here you go. Right there. Look at all that evidence. Okay, so I was looking at these, and the corners of their eyes are shaped differently, and now I'm geeking. I'm straight geeking, geeking bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh apparently her God. clone is called Melissa. Interesting. <laughs> Hello, I am Melissa. <laughs> Melissa Levine. I mean, all right, boys. Melissa. So I have a. Uh, how much time we got left? Okay. How much? We got like For about eighteen minutes. Five or ten minutes. You guys want to do some Grammy trivia? Yeah, Did you man. guys watch the Grammy? No. Uh, no. Me neither. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this was kind of exciting for me to go over. Lots of names that I don't recognize, and some names that I do. All right, so feed it to us. I'll try to hit some. Don't bring it up for them. It'll be cheating. 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 Cheesing. Cheesing. Um, I hate cheesing. Cheesing. All right, so we're going to start with record of the year. What do you guys think got record of the year? Uh, I assume that means biggest. Yeah. No, no, no. This is more like uh, like a single. Like. So I'm looking for a single? No, no, no. What was like the biggest single of the year? It was just weird wording because I thought it was the album. No, that comes later. (laughs) Um... It had a music video to go along with it. That doesn't fucking help at all. Politically charged. We all um, like this artist. Hip hop artist. Uh Jay Z? Nope. Um More funky on his newest project. Ice Also Cube. <laughs> also an actor. Ice Cube. I, it's Ice Cube. Nope. <laughs> it's Ice Cube. Most famously a television actor, but branching into movies now. Uh, Ice-T. Nope. <laughs> uh, Donald Glover. Donald uh, Glover. Yeah, this is, this is America. America. Record of the year. Damn. 
You guys really? want to try one more? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep going. Keep going, man. This is good. Okay. But you got to give us, le- you got to put the pressure on it's more. It's a real meeting of the mind. What's the pressure on more? What does that mean? Not, you you got to give minutes. us less time and. and, and okay, okay. okay. Less um, time, less hints. This one is album of the year. Neither of you are ever going to get this. But do you want to tell me what you thought your album of 2018 was? Mine? Yeah, e- either or of you. Or what guys. I thought it would have been. Should have yeah. been. Should have uh, been. What it should have should've been. been would have been. Swimming. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or, I, or Brockhampton's I, album, Ear Yeah. yeah. My mine's a uh, easily a tie between Swimming, Mac Miller, um, Brockhampton, and um, Travis Scott's Astro World. Okay, Still all them shits were bonkers. <laughs> okay. And and was it Scorpion that one? No, it was Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Who the fuck oh. is that? I, I, right, I think she's a country artist. Casey Sounds like Musgraves. Musk Graves. Musgraves. Musky oh Graves. Oh my god. Sounds like a country right. ass to me. Sounds like Keep a going. country, um, country ass, country, country, <laughs> country, <laughs> country. <laughs> Guthrie Govan. Guthrie Guntry. Guthrie's got a mad country. Okay, you guys will probably get this one. I got this right off the bat yesterday. Yes. Uh, best pop vocal album. Oh, um, was it? Da- wait, was it Daniel Caesar? No, female artist. Was it her? No. Was it? Uh, Afro? Female artist. Nope. Melissa Levine? Take a real <laughs> guess. Female artist? Yes, female artist. Um, Cardi B? Nope. Uh, you stealing my answers, punk? Yep. Um, Shania Twang? No. <laughs> Relates to uh, your albums of the year. Kali? K-A-L-I? Ariana Grande. Get bent. Oh. Boys, come on. Get it together. Fuck that. I shit, know you man. guys are listening to Ariana all the fucking time. No, yeah. man. She's just a she's just a okay, nice person. <laughs> Best rock performance. I'm not going to I'm not going to make you guys Nickelback. guess. Oh. By Chris Cornell. Oh, really? Yep. But he's Good dead. For- How, he's not putting on any performances. <laughs> How can he win uh, that? Best rock album. You guys might be able to guess this one. Um New Nickelback. new band, yes, uh, of the last two years. Monster truck, really young. Mm. Um, oh, oh, Greta Van Fleet. Greta Van yeah, Fleet. Fucking uh, gossip boy. Nickelback. I'm so hung up that's on this Nickelback, Nickelback shit. <laughs> yeah, that Led is Zeppelin, Zeppelin version one point five. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. yeah. The re- Best alternative music album. We all really like this artist, Allison Chains. He's been around for ages. He's a, a solo artist. He plays with a band, but he he. It's just him. Anderson Pack, basically. Blonde, uh, Frank, Frank Ocean. No, 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 no. You're a dang. Punk. That was a bad hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, been around since like the, the early nineties. Kurt Cobain. Harmonica. <laughs> oh, Bob Dylan. Nope. Um, Beck. Beck. Beck is right. He uh, he won best alternative album. He's still for winning albums. His, huh? his record. He's still winning colors. albums. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Best R and B performance. Frank yeah, Ocean. Daniel Caesar. Her. Her. <laughs> wow, we are yeah. we are shit. Maybe um, you go. This is a weird way. Yes, yeah, way of putting a genre, but sure. it's um the best urban contemporary record. I don't want to touch that one. Uh, well, <laughs> Why don't you just give us that? It's answer? the Carters, <laughs> the Carters, Beyonce and Jay Z. Oh, record. of course, of course. How bizarre! They're right? making up their own little, making up their own little best rap huh? performance. And it's back. Anderson Pack is one. Cardi yeah. B. And Kendrick Lamar, J Rock. Uh, King's Dead. J Rock just Dead. reminds me so much of Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. Best rap song. You Cardi guys B. should be able to get this. <laughs> Cardi B. 
No. Um, um, Eminem. Kill shot. <laughs> no. Take a guess. Um, He's our boy. Rap devil. Nope. <laughs> Diddles little fiddles. Drake season the seasons. Drake. Yeah. God's plan. Oh. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like it was God's what a, plan. What a flop. He, he, this this one, you guys can uh, jump the gun Wait, on. did you say he's our boy? Yeah, he's like he's Canadian. Okay. I thought you meant that we'd like him. Best rap album? Drake. Nope. Best rap boy. album. <laughs> you guys have said it a dozen times. Cardi B. Cardi B. Who's that? Cardi B. Best one of the album. greatest lyricist of our time get truly a marvel to behold read him and weep um i think that was all the good ones the rest are just kind of names none of us really know or anything like that oh best comedy album want to take a guess uh aziz ansari no um he is a minority lucy k no (laughs) quite a minority Uh, lucy k is actually mexican i'm pretty sure yeah Yeah, he is (laughs) No, close, close. Um, wait, wait, wait. Um, you get Dave one Chappelle. more. Dave Chappelle. Dave yeah, Chappelle, yeah, 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 yeah. Dave Chappelle. All right, we'll call it there. Did, did yeah, you guys have we fun? failed miserably. Yeah. yeah, you guys did really. Yeah, hey, I got a couple. I got a couple. I'd be, I'd be interested <laughs> to know how you did. We can ask Lauren next time you see her, but I did pretty well. I think I, I, I think Lauren's done hanging out with us. <laughs> <laughs> but I also read way too much about music all the time. And shit. oh yeah, you think we don't? I'm not sure how much you guys read about music. Dude, it's all we Are do. Are you guys subscribed to Alan Cross's uh, daily newsletter? No. Nope. Emails in my email box. Are you getting all the hottest Screamo bands from Alan Cross? Yeah. Because I like Screamo outfit, dudes. <laughs> Come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> the red Screamo apparatus. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> do you feel like a man? Um, okay. So do you guys want to do our little sleeper songs at, right now? The hell, man. Just play a little track you think the people should hear? Yeah for sure oh shit okay i got one okay put yours or devin will bring yours up okay nickelback oh you gone for the fairy man <laughs> put on something worthwhile You'll no, like it's, it. a, it's 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 actually coin for the fairy so why, man. why are you putting this on because i was blown away and i shouldn't have been i don't want to admit to listening to this but i will because i'm being vulnerable here sweet okay fuck yeah man <laughs> happy to hear that pop it on Turn it back down to where it was. Hello, everyone. How about, um... Fuck, what was that other band that it... Papa Roach. What'd you guys think? I fucking hated that. Remember Papa that Roach? That new Papa Roach? 
You hated this? Yes. Dude, you gotta listen to the album. That so guitar like, was shredding. Dude, when their solos come on, you're yeah. like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Shit is it's crazy. Like, where is this coming from? <laughs> that shit from? is crazy well produced, but I'll stick to it. Chad Kroger's voice is just, it's... Yeah, you can't get past it. It's like, it's like um, what what's that disease called? Uh, misophonia, where uh, you just hear things wow, and it makes you man. ill. Mis- really <laughs> clever one <laughs> there. Isn't that a soup? Miso no. soup? Misophonia. Misoph- misophonia. It's, a- it's, it's actually a real. Yeah, oh, I thought it just. I thought the way you pronounced it, no, it made it sound it like such a joke. I, I Isn't that when people are like chewing food and you can't handle the sound? Yeah, people slurping food, chewing gum, that kind of thing. It makes you ill. Put on the new Papa Roach too, maybe, huh? Um. <laughs> well, <laughs> let the let the rest of the song play. I'm trying to hear nah, the, the solos okay, here. Man. No, no, you you committed to the song. I didn't. You did. You're the one who's committed. I think you like it because you want to listen to it more. <laughs> to be honest, there's other songs that are better than this. Yeah, I just, this one's more well, like why a country metal song. Because I don't know the name of any other song. Oh, okay. All right here. <laughs> We're smoking dynamite. <laughs> Holy fuck. Dude, Evan showed me this song and I was fucking pissing my pants, man. <laughs> that mean <laughs> you got the best weed dude is it did they release this song the day canada uh, legalized pot i think so <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy oh man where are the solos though oh no idea dude you studied this shit i think we could skip through this until we get to a solo maybe no no, now that I listen to it more, I'm just, I'm not really. What is this album cover? It's kind of dope. Dude, he's feeding the machine, bro. Oh. My bro. Oh, he's just a machine. Dude. Just yeah, look, he's actually right there. Those are his balls. So, um. <laughs> smoking dynamite. We're smoking dynamite. Dang, yo, I want to smoke some Chad Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> yo, you got some of that Kroger? <laughs> That's. They're pulling off all the fucking gimmicks here, eh? Dude. <laughs> no, the other songs Listen have like, the other songs, like super low tune like samples in there that are like used only once in the song of like. Well, there is really... definitely a better example, but yeah. This is the only one that I can remember because right. it's got such a crazy name. It does have that monster truck vibe to it, though. That's what I, that, that's that, like, what I was chugging. saying. Wow, what the hell was that? Was oh, that the dynamite? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty crazy, huh? Oh, there it is. That's actually <laughs> sick. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm actually mad. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with their voice here. Some vocoder shit. I want to see these dudes in the studio. How fucking hard are they going? <laughs> I want to see them live. <laughs> so many people at those Boys, concerts, Boys, you want to go dude. see Nickelback? Yeah, fuck man. yeah. <laughs> dude, I would love to go see Nickelback with you, bro. <laughs> Dude, if I just know, said that five years ago, I would love to see Nickelback with you, bro. Do you know what kind wow. of people are at their shows? I okay, so I went to a. You went I, to a Nickelback I believe it show. was a Rock the Park festival one time, and I imagine 
that the types of people that showed up to that are the same types of people that go to a Nickelback concert. What's up? Like 45, 50-year-old women wearing headbands <laughs> and like smoking these crusty-ass-looking joints. And they're like trying to pass the schnickel fritz over to you. And I'm like, lady, I only smoke the dynamite. <laughs> I only smoke the Kroger, please. <laughs> I only smoke the Kroger. <laughs> All right, that was actually pretty crazy. I wasn't expecting this. And the I never thought really Nickelback good. would put a smile on my face. Yeah. Or a Kroger in your mouth. <laughs> All right, Ian, you, you got a song? Uh, yeah, you know what? I'll pop on that new BMTH for All y'all. Right. Oh, super. Um, if you just want to type in BMTH space AMO. We're smoking Kroger's. Hey, nice slippers, dude. Where'd you get these? Morgan Coles. Hey, shout out to the Coles. And Alan uh, Shout out to the Yeah, sure. This is good. I apologize if you feel something. It's just, this is like their intro track from the album, so it kind of is a little bit more is drawn this the out. the Blue Man Group? Yeah, it's a little bit more drawn out. <laughs> I know. I think no, it's no, no, no. It's cool. I'm committed now. It's really like drawn out though, because it's an intro track, but it's pretty good. I think it's like just a good song. Do you think they made this on a push? What? Do you think they made this on a push? Maybe. They're using an uh, an ooh sample in the back. Yeah. A little ooh. wah. Ooh ooh ooh. Like if someone told me this wasn't Bring Me the Horizon and it was somebody else, I'd obviously believe How it. How much fucking dynamite did I smoke, bro? <laughs> <laughs> dynamite, man. <laughs> coin for the no, I wasn't man. expecting this at all. It sounds yeah. pretty nice. But when it, it builds up, you know. Here comes the dance beat. Oh, it's Matt Underothy. Yeah. Who's dancing to this? I, th I was expecting uh, like a four on the floor kind of beat. Under the bridge? <laughs> yeah. If they dropped a four on the floor beat right now, uh. just like it's pretty lit. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like the harmonies and like the yeah, the no, textures and really the well instruments. Done. Yeah. I wonder why they decided to like go in this direction. Just try Probably because new. you can't handle it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they're like Alexis on fire. They're just yeah, like just old men. You gotta tone it back. <laughs> My back is starting to hurt, man. <laughs> My knees crack every time I bend over. <laughs> I wonder what's up with these visuals too. You think they're gonna do this kind of stuff during? I think their they live got shows? inspiration from the yeah. ring. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know this is like they're probably gonna be like their logo or something for the album. Yeah. Pretty nice. Pretty cool. I don't think it gives me a good example of what's going to happen no. in the album. Nah. Well, it's definitely a complete different direction for the the, the rest of uh, the Bring Me the Horizon. No! The hell. We didn't ask for that one. Nope. Yeah. Um, looks like a video for Ghost. Yeah, All right. No, you put something on my, my track is called Super Soldier Serum by Zarface. This is off the, the Zarface Ghostface Killer record. Um, I'll give you my Zarface. Yeah, we talked about this earlier in the in the episode. Get on the Spotify. Spot it. Let's get spotty. There we go. Whoa. Cool cool artwork. Yeah. Really down with like the comic book motif. The hero who wouldn't die. 
Yeah, I can kind of dig it. Hope up and down. Is this Jay-Z? We're smoking dynamite. <laughs> we out here smoking dynamite. I think this was, uh, I, I've probably listened to the record maybe four or five times now, and I think this is like my favorite song so far. I'm sure other ones are going to grow on me, but this one just uh, knocks in a certain kind of way. Deeper than Shaq's poo. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> I love the ghost little like brass knuckles thing or mm-hmm. huge ring. Oh, wow, wow. Is he holding some? What is he holding in his hand? You don't want to know, dude. I'm not sure. I can't. I can't tell. Yeah, I'm trying to like analyze this whole thing. Like, look, yeah, look at you, this guy like right here. <laughs> yeah, if you dig it, right they uh, like every record is done up with artwork like this and uh, the. The Zarface and MF Doom record in particular has like a lot of cool like lore. Such a good one. About uh, like Doom is clearly like the villain and always plays that role, and Zarface is like the hero, and it's kind of like they're back and forth, and it's really interesting. Cool. This record starts off like a, it's essentially set up like a wrestling match. You have um. Oh shit! What's what's that that famous wrestler's name who's always like the cream of the crop? Oh, uh, oh Randy, Randy. Macho Man, Randy yeah, Savage. yeah, Randy Savage. Yeah, it's like a Randy Savage impersonator uh, introduces the record, and it's like Zarface is like wrestling with Ghostface Killer. It's, it's pretty cool. Cool. Puts him in a python choke or something like that. Ooh, I'm not kinky. sure what that means, but it sounds pretty uh, yeah. dirty. <laughs> <laughs> pretty kinky. Well, sounds like somebody's getting creamy. Sounds like they're both straight. Sounds a little twinky. You know what I mean? Sounds a little twinky with the cream. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a little too much. I'm sorry, guys. So we're having a little too much fun. Not a little too much fun. And I said that was a little too much. I'm sorry. That was a little weird, dude. Chill. I, I definitely didn't think this song was going to be beaten in hype by Nickelback. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just that I knew what to expect from this, but yeah. you did not know what to expect from, true, from true. through Nickelback. All right, it so yeah. swept Nickelback wins. Yeah, looks like yeah, it looks like Nickelback wins the uh, the wrap up shootout. The the Super Soldier Serum truly didn't give them yeah. enough power to prevail. Yeah. How do you guys feel, Ghostface? Are you asking me? I'm well, talking. The only the, I'm talking to. The, I'm talking to the screen guys. <laughs> Come on. We're the only two with mics. <laughs> I want answers. Well, I, I hope you guys dig the the little sleeper song thing <laughs> that we did here. Answer. If if you absolutely hated it, please let us know, and we'll never try this again. Yeah, uh, I'm indifferent about him. I don't know too much about him. I don't dig into his music too much. Oh, how about you? Same. Beautiful. All right. On that note, you boys want to wrap it up? Yeah. Always do. Okay. Thanks for watching. Yo. See ya. Thanks for saying. Follow us on the (laughs) gram at Ape Audio. And remember to subscribe. Like and subscribe. And and fist that bell. Fist my bell. Fist the. Oh, by the way. We forgot to say something. Next week, we're going to have Kyle Wappler, the scene daddy. Of our town. Coming at you. Hard. And live. 6 p.m. Here. Eastern time.
Okay. Ape Audio, yeah. episode 12, Kyle Wappler. See goodbye, 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 goodbye. goodbye.